Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, May 31st. U.S. equity futures are down modestly this morning. So you have S&P futures off about seven points. It's about 16 basis points. Dow futures are down 44 points. That's about 12 basis points. And NASDAQ futures are down 25 points, which is about 17 basis points. So off about 15 basis points. For U.S. equity futures in Europe, you have the major indices down about 10 to 30 basis points overall. Seeing underperformance in luxury stocks along with autos, chemicals, and energy. Using outperformance in some of the safer haven groups like utilities, health, healthcare, telecom, uh, the financials are holding in decently, and then tech continues to outperform as well, up modestly. And then Asia was a sea of red. You had losses in all the major indices. The Nikkei fell 1.4%. Hang Seng dropped nearly 2%. So mixed morning of news, uh, just kind of running through some of the major items. China's MBS PMIs for the month of May is kind of the first real look at that country's economy for May, short of expectations. So Chinese sentiment for weeks has been awful. Um, and this is kind of just adding to some of the gloom that the reopening driven rebound has kind of stalled out. And you have continued decoupling concerns lurking in the background. Um, and the government is not being you know, very generous with the stimulus. So all of that has caused Chinese equities to trade very poorly, both in the US and in mainland and in, and in Hong Kong. Um, and the PMIs are just kind of adding to that concern. You're also seeing the luxury names in Europe, which are very um, linked to China as far as sentiment is concerned. Um, those names are trading off on the poor Chinese economic data. You had Fed uh, Loretta Mester and the FT made somewhat hawkish comments. She's talking about she suggested she's in favor of another twenty five basis points, twenty five basis points at the upcoming June meeting. Um, you know, again, I don't really think whether or not they go twenty five in June is all that important. Um, the Fed is done for all intents and purposes as far as hiking is concerned. The market is largely priced out second half rate cuts, so I don't really see her remarks as being all that incremental, but. That is another, um, you know, another headline today is Mester made hawkish comments. On the more encouraging front, you had somewhat favorable inflation data out of France and Germany. So the um, CPIs for the month of May, the regionals out of Germany, and then the overall France number um, fell in May versus April and undershot the street consensus. So this con- that's consistent with what you saw out of Spain yesterday. So the inflationary numbers out of Europe for May. Are positive. We get the full Eurozone CPI tomorrow morning. Um, you know, I think expectations are for that to undershoot the street as well. So inflation moving in the right direction in Europe. In Washington, you had the debt ceiling pass a key hurdle in the House last night. So you're going to get a full House vote today. Passage is expected. Um, and then it will go to the Senate. Passage is expected there. Um, you could get a few senators who could throw some sand into the gears of uh, the political process that might slow it a bit. Passage is still, um, you know, very likely to happen. Um, you know, again, as far as the debt ceiling is concerned, I still just don't think it's all that important in either either direction. Obviously, it's positive that we re- that we removed it as a source of risk, but the market never really priced in much panic about the debt ceiling. Um, most assumed that there would be a last minute deal. And then most thought that even if there was not a last minute deal, the treasury would not stop servicing the debt. Um, and then remember, there are some downsides associated with resolving the debt ceiling, including T-bill issuance, which is going to spike. That will be um, That will remove some liquidity from the market. 
and then there will be some, um, you know, modestly negative effects to growth given that fiscal policy is tightening. And then also the student loans, um, student loan payments are going to be resuming in, a, in about two months. So again, all, all in all, I think it's kind of a neutral for the most part, um, but there was the debt ceiling move past a key hurdle in the house. On the earnings front, um, the volume of reports wasn't too high last night, but you did have both HP, so HP Enterprise, HP Inc. And I think the big takeaway is consistent with what we've seen from corporate America in general. Um, you know, some sluggish top line dynamics given the macroeconomic environment, but record margins on both, um, you know, and management suggested that the margin strength would persist and earnings were in line to better than expected. So, um, you know, companies, again, are outperforming on earnings, outperforming on margins, despite the somewhat mixed revenue environment. And, uh, you know, that's 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 been by far, in my opinion, the, the underpinning of the market for months now. It's why the market has been so resilient. It's why upside risks still exist. It's earnings, earnings, earnings. Um, again, my, my biggest concern for the market is not that the Fed is going to be doing a ton more on the upside. It's that the ongoing disinflationary process is going to hurt earnings more than it drags rates down, becoming a net negative for stocks. I think that's kind of your big risk looking out. But for the time being, corporate America continues to outperform expectations. For the calendar today, you get the JOLTS report for April uh, at 10 a.m. The market is looking for a further decline in job openings. So again, this is exactly what the Fed wants to see. Um, you know, so we're, we're down a meaningful amount in the f- opening months of this year. And that's, and again, the market's looking for it to fall further. You get the FDIC's quarterly banking profile reports. This is kind of the summary of Q1 results for the whole banking industry. Shouldn't be that important given that we're, you know, several weeks out of the Q1 bank earnings season. So there shouldn't be any real surprises in there. Fed beige book this afternoon. Um, and then earnings, uh, a bunch of earnings um, after the close, including AI, which is the, you know, that AI software company, ticker AI, plus Chewy, Salesforce, CrowdStrike, Nordstrom, NTAP, PVH Corp, Victoria's Secret, and more. Um, and that is everything for today, Wednesday, May 31st. Thank you for listening.